Yeah, yeah, 360, yeah, I'm like, like round and round and round we go, and where we stop, I'm like, nobody knows, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we give you what you want, we give you what you need, We give you what you need. Welcome to another episode of 360 Degrees, the various talk show which talks about all types of topics and gives various 360 degrees perspectives, a component of the Urban Breakdown. Subscribe to it via your Apple products, via your Google um, Android products, via your Alexa products. Look for the podcast, The Urban Breakdown. Hey, Merck, what you got? No, you know what? Ladies first. Odie, what do you have? What? I know, oh we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to change it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Merck got his own show. He can do whatever he want, whenever he wants to. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> All right. I guess so. Well, thank you for the welcome back. Uh, first and foremost, for those that weren't paying attention in the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about traveling. So um, thank you for the warm wishes, uh, the world travel wishes, of course. But basically, I had a good-ass time. Dubai, my Instagram was definitely popping. And uh, the way I set up my itinerary was to go to London and catch the main sites there, you know, we caught the changing of the guards and went to the Queen's Garden and Big Ben and all of that good stuff. Then we hopped a flight and kicked in Amsterdam for the night. This that was a lot high. of fun as you can imagine. It was a lot of fun as you can imagine. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I'm a leader. Um, what stays in, what's it called, Amsterdam, what goes on in Amsterdam stays in Amsterdam. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, but if you're ever in the area, I say check out the greenhouse. Um, I had some interesting conversations with people from, from all over. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then from there, we headed to Dubai. And that trip was fantastic. That was the first place that I visited where I actually can't wait to go back. I, my philosophy is I don't want to go to the same place twice because the world is so large. But that was the first place I visited where I could see myself breaking that rule. I could actually see myself living there despite how damn hot it is. But yeah, it, it was good. 
Dubai is beautiful. I go to Dubai all the time. That's what's up. I hear a lot of good things about Dubai. It seems like Black Millennials, that's like a, a, a go-to bucket list place. I hear, I, I'm on Facebook or Instagram. I hear somebody going there, about to go there, coming from there, or posting pictures from there. I don't know what's so exciting about it. I need to Google it. It's, it's like the perfect mixture of like traditional culture and extravagance and luxury so you have like the modern day amenities on one hand um but then and you you can like do your dollar goes so far there so and it's kind of like vegas because if you have enough money then you can get anything you want they have like the uber eats like you can get food kfc or whatever the hell burger king is really popular um delivered to your hotel at three o'clock in the morning if you have the money, you can kind of make it happen. But you don't have to have a lot of money to make that thing happen. So, um, it's it's nice. I I liked it. But um, in any case, yeah, came back and uh, you know I I caught up on some wretchedness while I was away. Um, definitely want to bring up uh, Real Housewives is coming back. I can't, I don't remember the premiere date, but. Um, I definitely look forward to seeing that super trailer for it. Uh, and I think this is their 10th season that Real Housewives of Atlanta is coming back for. And hopefully the last. I'm so tired of that bullshit. No, 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 no. Not the last. But I am kind of annoyed. They're bringing back Nene. I'm over Nene. And Kim Zosiak is also coming back. I'm definitely not feeling that. Kim Zosiak was the white girl that married the football player. Uh... Corey Beerman. Do you know who that is? You guys know who that is? Yeah, Corey I know. Beerman? Only only because of the show, not because of, he stood out as an NFL oh, player. So he, he's right. not like a great player or anything like well, that. I don't know. Okay. I don't, uh, I only, the only white players I know is I'm Manning. I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he only knows well, one. Sorry. He doesn't know that there's two. <laughs> well, did he, um, did he play? I wonder if Corey Beerman was, because uh, that was Atlanta. And the Patriots that lost the Super Bowl this year, right? No, Patriots won. No, no, but the, it was the Falcons that played them, right? Yeah, the Falcons lost. Okay, so I wonder if he was on the team when they lost that year. Anyway, I digress. But um, I am looking forward to Eva Marcel. She's uh, going to be kind of joining the cast. It's like, I think she's going to have like a part-time peach. And... I'm sure she, you know, once she brings whatever she brings to the table, depending on her storyline, they'll probably give her a full peach by come the 11th season, maybe. I don't see why people are still so intrigued by these shows. To me, it shows an emptiness of people's souls that they have nothing popping in their own lives. Not you, because I know you do. But I'm saying in general, I know a lot of people that go to work and sit on their couch and live vicariously through these characters. Oh, girl, you see what was going on in hip hop last night? Why do I? I know, but see, that's the thing. Though. I know a lot of people like myself who indulge, and it's like the consensus is. I promise it's you, they're not like you. They're not like you. I don't know. I guess it depends on who you know, because I don't know any people like that. I really don't. At least I don't think I do. Trust me, you do. You'd be surprised. Like, oh, my, oh, poor girl. And when you find out, you're like, oh, poor girl. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> it don't make no sense. I mean, bruh, you, at this point, if you don't know it's scripted, I don't know what the fuck to say. Okay, people like me and Merck had a long time. It took us a long time to figure out wrestling was a fucking um, man soap opera. But when we figured it out, we figured it out. We're more advanced now. You we know knew that. So we knew that, 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 that the reality shows were fake at least by season three. I hope you know what I'm saying. Now, now here's the thing: with me. if you like, like just like with wrestling, even when you find out that it's fake, you still enjoy it because uh, it's exactly. Thank you, thank you very much. But the ones who it's, still think it's, it's, it's what that think is real, that's scary. <laughs> right, right. I, I I think my friend still believes to this day that wrestling is real, but um, <laughs> honestly, like I remember watching, I was catching up on um, what's the other Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, and it dawned on me. I was like, I I made that same reference in my mind. I said this shit is just like the WWE. It's like they cue. They've been sitting at a table. They set up to sit down. They talk a little shit, and then or like Jerry Springer, and then they cue the music, and all of a sudden you just see hands throwing and then maybe some hair flinging. And I just made that same comparison to myself last night watching it. It's so funny you said that. Uh, but, yeah. uh, your Alexa was on. I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa reads brains too. Now, granted, I do talk to myself. No, you were talking out loud. Like, you was, was on that, you was on that hizzy, hizzy, hizzy eye. You know, you know how you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what like, this shit is faking the motherfucker. That shit's on script. <laughs> you smoking that boombastic, boombastic, go who a little plastic, go but I don't know the song. But you know the song I'm talking about. <laughs> Only word I know. Right. <laughs> Only no. that song I know is boombastic. Oh gosh. Well, Eva is going to get her full-time teach, I'm sure, soon enough. Um, if you don't, if you're not familiar with who that is, she uh, was on America's Next Top Model. That's where we were all introduced to her. She's done some acting. Did she get, did she get Um, she was dating Kevin. Kevin Hart. No, no. <laughs> Poor Kevin Hart, but that's that's another story for another day. Actually, I meant to that earlier. I meant to, I meant to say that earlier. It'll it'll tie into the Wendy Williams thing kind of nicely, so that's fine. Um, damn, what the hell was his name? He was a rapper. I can't remember his name. I was about to say Kevin Gates, but I know that that's not right. Yeah. Anyway, he was like a singer or a rapper, and I think she had a a child with him. In any case, there was some drama behind that, so I'm sure there'll be some sort of mention of that in her storyline. And she's always been kind of like nice, nasty because she's pretty, so people kind of let her slide with some shit that mm. other people would, would get away with. Um, so yeah. that'll be her contribution to. Oh, the show, Kevin sure. McCall, that's who she was married to. Kevin I McCall. Even, I never even heard yeah. of him. Yeah. I know he's like in the music industry, but I don't really know. But now she's dating Atlanta politician Michael Sterling, so maybe that's what's going to be brought into the um storyline. On the social scene, that makes Mm -hmm. sense, I guess. Okay. Hanging with them damn ratchet ass bitches. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good for political. Well, you know they have to bring a little. They had to find somebody to replace. Phaedra, because Phaedra's no longer on the show. They need to bring her back. She was the realest shit they had, bro. 
No, she was quite the opposite. She was the fakest motherfucker of them all. And then she got caught, like, straight up caught in lies. Like, no, no. Yeah, that's that shit, they though. That's that shit, though. See, that's, let me tell you why people get that. fired. People get fired because they have, they're regular, real people, and they don't adhere to the scripted shit that that lady, what's her name? Mona Wright, or whatever. And then, if you go off script, <laughs> and, and you do it too much... Ending. And it doesn't have violence attached to it. She don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that shit. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I'll be watching. I, I, I ain't take my medicine. I don't take my, my medicine on the weekends. Forgive me. <laughs> I got to be free. Well, I got to be free. <laughs> well, we're going to segue right on into Kevin Hart since it was brought up. Um, Kevin. Kevin. Everybody out here tweeting these streets. Um, as you guys mentioned, like... Uh, Kevin Hart, in, in case you weren't paying attention, Kevin Hart is uh, has been caught cheating on his wife. Now, how do we Very define cheating? Wife. Is this the this sounds this feels a lot more like the Bill Clinton cheating? Now, what, what is it really? Well, according to the woman, according to the woman who was interviewed this week, they fucked three times, and this was like. <laughs> Man, fuck, I thought that was parody. You know I thought that was parody because she said she fucked him three times. They had a connection, and she did not know he was married. Hello, bitch. Google him. He's famous. You know, you know I'm, I, I, I'm going to say this. The fact that she can count how many times they had sex, if it's more than one, yeah, that's not cool. That's, that, that's and not only that, like, you could have, <laughs> I have sex three times in one time in one day. It could have just been a one, one day. day. I think that's too. what it was because it was like a three-day weekend or whatever. It was like a weekend in Vegas kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think that's what happened. Like, it was such a short amount of time. Like, I mean, he had just met her. And according to her, um, immediately took a liking to her. He immediately took a liking to her. And that... Um, I think where the the flip the script kind of got flipped is she she did probably try to blackmail him and say oh well you know I'll tell your wife or these pictures will leak and and then you know unless you give me any money I'll make them go away if you give me some money but where Kevin Hart <laughs> what he did was came out and said no nah, you're not gonna hold this over my head I'm gonna get in front of the problem and that's where that announcement came. Uh, came into play and he just went on Instagram and said yeah I let my family down blah 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 and so she had to change it and say oh well someone planted someone violated our privacy and took those pictures mm-hmm. without my knowledge or authority too so we both need to work together to find out who was trying to do this <laughs> I think that's what happened <laughs> she wasn't expecting that and uh, he threw her that plot twist and she had no choice but to like try to recant because now you know she goes down for extortion she's fucked well, put the no. notice like to me. It sounds like some O.J. Simpson shit. In the fact that you know, it's like, uh, like I'm not black. I'm O.J. And then when he gets uh, caught for murder, uh, he's just uh, like, my it. brothers and sisters, we gotta work together to fight. Mm-hmm. Anyways, his <laughs> wife don't need to be surprised. That's the same shit he did with you behind his wife's back, motherfucker. Why do these people get Absolutely. married? When you have. It's like, just be rich. Like, just be rich and fuck as many women as you want to. Like, why do you have to have one who's like you intend on ruining? Like, just let me live my life, and then if you want to come trick on me every once in a while, then that's fine, but we not together. Uh, I'm going to be horrible. If he did somebody to cook and clean for him, he could just hire a housekeeper. He don't need a wife, you know. And, and 
I know some people want to have family and stuff like that. I mean, even when they're famous, that's cool because it keeps you grounded. You know, it keeps you from ending up you know, dead, 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 dead in the heroin bin. For some, but not, but not for a lot. <laughs> At least not, not what I'm seeing nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I think once, once you, once you obtain, like, attain a certain amount of celebrity or money or fame or like it's it's just like mm-hmm. you're probably better off being single like why do you keep trying to reinvent the wheel the shit ain't working you know it's like chris rock said and, and i agree with this a man is only as faithful as his options Ooh, so I like that. I like if that. you if you're in a position where you just have you know you're famous, I mean it's not like he's it's not his, his career is in decline, you know. Right. He's, he's still hugely popular. So more so today, he's white people famous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like that's, uh, not, that's the, not my phrase. I didn't, I didn't make that up, but that's just hot though. <laughs> they don't remember him from those Master P type movies, you know, where he was doing. Oh, I remember you know, that shit. He had like a little um, curly fro thing going on. <laughs> yeah, they don't remember him from those. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, like Kyle Perry famous. <laughs> right. Now, they say his new comedy thing is really good, but I feel like Kevin, I feel like as a composite, all three of us is funnier than Kevin, but that's just what I said. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Okay. So, I'm prepared to vote confidence. So, uh, if I was his wife, I certainly would stay, uh, depending on what the prenup says. Probably um, a good five-year clause, so she she only been in there for, what, a year, maybe two? Exactly, exactly. So they've only been there a short time. They've been together that. longer. She, what's okay. funny is she actually just said, uh, <laughs> she just made a post on Instagram one day talking about, oh, we've been together for eight years, but married for this amount, and... Happy anniversary. I love you, babe. Some shit like that. And boom, two um, weeks later, a week later, bam. No, no, no. Before you even fast forward to all the bullshit, mm-hmm. you find out that uh, everybody was talking shit because it was like, well, damn, Tori and him only been divorced for seven years. So how the fuck y'all been together for eight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love social media. People be digging up some shit. And Tori had posted that, too. She She actually responded to that post and was on some shit like, whatever, girl, like, yeah, I know that you was fucking my husband, but for you to rub it in my face is some bullshit. And now you're yeah. saying y'all together. Hello, he's married. Y'all not together. You're the side piece, and that is considered. You're not considered together when you're the side piece. Oh, yeah, she definitely tried to clean it up and backtrack and say, oh, well, you know, he was separated at that time and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that never works. Mm-hmm. So, Stick to doing Kardashian yeah. shit. Just post pretty pictures and smile. <laughs> Yeah, don't try to be too profound. Right, exactly. So, if I were her, I would stay, especially considering my condition. But uh, if I were Wendy Williams, I would not. Uh, so, in case you missed that story this week, basically, dun, dun, Wendy dun. Sorry, uh, she has her own tea to spill, but has not spoken on it. She's always spilling everyone else's. Yeah. And there's always been rumors that her husband, Kevin, has cheated. Uh, there's been rumors that he's been abusive to her and has beat her ass. Um, there's now, also is he? Been is he famous? He is her manager and her husband. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah. yeah. So, they've been married almost 20 years. Uh-huh. And she, um, 
There's always, and there was like an, um, when she was a WBLS, there was a lawsuit as well where he was uh, allegedly sexually harassing one of the, one of the interns, I guess, there. So bottom line is this isn't really like news um, as much as it is this particular girl is the newest that to kind of crop up over time. Um, and what's being done this time is they're saying, uh, He's been with this woman for like 10 years. She's 32 mm. years old now. And they've been together. And she, he has a house for her not too far from where they live in Jersey. Mm. Um, mm. And the alleged evidence that they show that says that he's involved with her is like his name's on the mailbox. So his name is... <laughs> His name is Kevin Hunter, and in you in the mailbox you see a tag with Kevin Hunter's name, the woman's name, and then like one of her family members or friends or somebody. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of like like an episode of World's Dumbest Criminals where a guy pulls off a, a seemingly perfect bank robbery. You know, he slides the teller the note, and he says, you know, give me the money. You know, gets the money, goes out smooth. Cops come to analyze the note, flip it over. It's a dude's utility bill with his address on it. And the mm-hmm. cops arrested him in his kitchen, counting the money he just stole. That's like, <laughs> why, how are you going to be creeping? And your name is on, if your name's on the deed, that's one thing. It's still stupid, but your name's on the mailbox. The mailbox right. is outside the house. Where and but the deed is even the deed is stupid because it's public record once you own right. the property. But you exactly. But people always say, "Oh, it's a business," and you know, you can like kind of chalk it up to, "Well, that was a business." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the funny thing is, it's like you creeping. Creeping is one thing, but if you creeping based on the income you make from your wife, that's some bullshit. <laughs> and that's exactly why, if I were Wendy Williams, I would leave because not only are you out here embarrassing the fuck out of me. But you are spending my money to do it. Like, She's no. I mean, I, I have a. I was just talking to my supervisor about this. We had a person of interest that we were talking about. That's kind of not in the same situation, but it was a concept that's very similar to a lot of women. She was. She's not going to leave because she's stigmatized. Mm, I've never been I've never had that Like I don't understand I understand the Cause you ain't never got Dicked down like that I mean you ain't never Got that good Good That great Wow, wow. I mean you might have I don't know I don't know your personal I, business. I have But I've never been Like never enough Where it Matized me You know what I'm saying And that's fine Because you value yourself You love yourself You you have a family That ingrained in you Great Well maybe not The greatest set of values That I would think But you know Some great values In which you Know yourself And you know What you're willing to accept And what you're willing To not accept And maybe that's just Not her Based on some Excerpts I read From her book She didn't have The best upbringing She didn't have The um, best upbringing In her youth Even until Young adulthood And she was Um abused, you know, sexually and mentally through, you know, rappers and famous people. And she got into like dope addiction because a lot of times addiction is a factor of you not loving yourself or you having pain. And when you invest in somebody, especially for 20 years, 
that's ingrained. Oh, this shit ain't right, but that's all I know. Oh, this shit ain't right, but he accepts me for me. Who's gonna accept this loudmouth, big titty, skinny leg bitch other than him? <laughs> I deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in the way I am. But what I'm saying is, it's a self worth thing, and sometimes they don't leave just because of that. Yeah, for all we know, she, you know, maybe she's tried to do it before and she relapsed or some dumb shit. So in her mind, like leaving him equals falling back into addiction and she'd rather stay with him than be addicted. And in which case, I honestly couldn't fault her for that. So that's like the mental shit that I, I would never comprehend. So I won't fault her for that. But taking, taking the drug, taking her addiction off the table. I would absolutely leave his dumb ass. And this, and, and this is, for me, the final decision that, that led me to believe I would have to, I would have to leave him. What if I die before he does? You mean to tell me you have to take my money and give it to this hoe or, like, live happily ever after with this hoe? Fuck no. Like, that reason alone it was enough for me to be like... Mm, yeah, no. But you it's know what? Happening. Zoom out. You know what? There's something, to, that, there's something the going on. There's something going on that we may not be considering. Wendy's right. what? Fifty? Yeah, over fifty. Her husband's a little bit older than her, right? Mm, what, if that's his, what if that's his daughter? Ooh. No. No. Well, it's old enough to be his. It's old enough to be his daughter. Old enough, yeah, but that don't mean that it is. There's an easy way to figure that out. Exactly. Like, I, I, don't so. I don't think that this is what we're doing. And considering his track record, mm-mm, I don't think so at all. Somebody tweet that bitch and figure out what's going on. <laughs> well, somebody, she had just been interviewed like right before the, the news dropped about that, and she just went on to say, like, yeah, like, my husband is my rock, he's my everything, this is why, you know, I'm successful, blah, 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 blah. So she was giving the very, you know, politically correct answers. Um, nah, I told you, digmatize. Trust me, dog, that's all it is. You don't value yourself, you don't love yourself, yourself is worth, is wrapped up in someone else. That's all that is. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I do think, like, She talks shit about other people because she don't value herself. She digs up dirt and exploits um, dirt on other people. Why? Because she did, she distracts from herself because she don't love herself. She don't like herself. Mm-hmm. And if you were her, you wouldn't like yourself either. Well, I agree with her because I don't like her. So right. that we agree on. But, and I, and I remember her from her... Her New York radio days, you know. Yeah, with Charlemagne the God. Ah, look how well he's doing. I'm really surprised he don't run that show. DJ Envy don't even hardly talk. It's a Charlemagne show. Why isn't he the headliner? But anyways. But I, I mean, I remember back in like her her old radio days, like when Tretch, when she pissed off Tretch and Tretch, they had to call security on Tretch because he showed up at the radio station to beat her ass. Like that's the type oh, of person. Oh yeah, that's a was. real man. Yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass, woman. And I'm not like you know applauding Tretch. I'm just saying like she she taunted him into it. You know it wasn't like that was his plan. It was like she was on the radio talking shit about him, and Tretch called in, and things got escalated, and he ended up showing up at the radio station. Security had to come get him. And I'm not applauding him for that, but I'm saying that's the type of person that Wendy is. She, I mean, uh, she'll piss off the devil if she has to, you know. And 
It makes it hard for me to sympathize with her, except for the part about the abuse. If he, I mean, if he really is physically abusing her, I can't make jokes about that. That's not funny, you know. Even for someone who I don't like. Well, shit, but, I can do it. Throw me the jokes, I do it. <laughs> you know. But it, it's just, you know, it's hard for me to feel too sorry for her. But I mean, but if she's going through issues that she's been going through since she was a kid, then in a way I can understand because those issues are hard to break. You know, they're hard to get over when they're ingrained in you as a kid. So I, I, I can I can let this one go. <laughs> if it was someone else, I might not. But in any case, I'll let it go. Oh, producer said move wow. on to the next track. All right. <laughs> so. Uh, okay, well, on a positive note, I'm going to end it here uh, because it's always about Beyonce. Uh, oh, Beyonce <laughs> has released, <laughs> has released a remix with uh, Jay Balvin and Willie Williams. Gente. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's dope. I've had it on repeat uh, all is morning. Spanish, is it her Spanish, genuinely Spanish? Or is she just, do you think like a Spanish person would be able to understand it? She is singing some Spanish, but then, yeah, she does go into English later. Um, basically, the song is being released to uh, donate the proceeds to the Irma victims in Puerto Rico. And Fat Joe had announced that he's working with Tidal and Jay-Z to send, like, a private plane with 200,000 pounds of food and supplies. Um, well, they're not going anymore. Puerto Rico got hit twice. They got, they got hit by Irma and Maria, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not that's sure. Right. I don't that's remember right. Maria that well. But their, whole I electricity, their whole electric grid just went down. It was um yeah. old and outdated. Well, shit, ours is old and outdated. Shit, whatever. <laughs> But I did hear about the Fat Joe thing, you know, and, and didn't, yeah. didn't Jay-Z help out with that? Yeah, yeah, Jay-Z. Is uh, Fat Joe really named Fat Joe still? Because he's not really fat anymore. I mean, is it just Joe? If you if you see Fat Joe, he's gained a little weight of the weight back. Yeah. Okay. He's, a little, though. Yeah, he's like but he's still he's still cute to me. Fat Joe. He didn't want, he didn't want to end up like 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 Big Punisher, you know. That was his boy. That was cocaine. That ain't had nothing to do with the weight. Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, so shout out to them. But that was the only yeah that was the only news that I really had. Um, but I got it. So welcome back from Dubois. Hopefully you brought us some 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 artifacts back. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> I did get this dramatic ass cape though at one of the suits. That shit was dope. I can't wait to wear that somewhere. I need to wear it to like a black party or something. Girl, Not, I like, think I work tomorrow. <laughs> 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 at the center, it's kind of weird. Like I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna wear all black everything. Like oh, I can't wait to go to a black party because I'm gonna whip that shit out. And it's so dramatic. It flows in the wind. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that concludes that extended 360 degrees perspective. <laughs> Merck, what you got? Yeah, and it's all good, Audie. You had to make up for lost time. But um, absolutely. I I, I will say this. You know, I, I've been on the interwebs lately, fighting with. Uh, I'm, I'm like Neo. I'm fighting like a whole bunch of people. I'm fighting uh, Trump fans. I'm fighting Hillary fans. You know, I'm doing the Kung Fu. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. But 
I, I did find something that caught my eye and made me laugh and shake my head at the same time about uh, right-wingers, about the right. I'm not singling out Trump fans, although it will be singled out later, but you figure the right is good at a lot of things. Human compassion is not one of them, but one of the better things that they're great at is uh, blaming people for stuff that has nothing to do with anything. So you figure they blamed Obama for Afghanistan war and the Iraq war, which he voted against even though he wasn't president. Hell, they even blamed Obama for September 11th. And Jordan Klepper from Daily Show interviewed somebody on the street and they said that, you know, Obama didn't do anything about September 11th. And Jordan Klepper was like, well, why do you think that Obama uh, didn't do anything about September 11th, 2001? You know, Obama didn't become president until 2009. And the guy was like, well, I'm not sure but I need to get to the bottom of it. Like, that's how stupid these people can be sometimes, right? But their latest blame game thing is dating. And I've seen a lot of articles lately where the right is saying, and one of the articles that was in uh, The Federalist, which is basically just your, like if The Federalist was a, an actual newspaper, like paper newspaper, I wouldn't line a birdcage with it because I wouldn't want the bird to get an infection. Like that's how much of a rag this thing is. But they had an article basically blaming in one part, not everything, but in one part, Donald Trump's rise because liberals won't date Trump fans. Let me ask you two a question before I go on. When you, in your younger days, not now, because we're older and we're wiser, right? But in your younger days, when you were out, you know, dating and stuff like that, what was the main criteria that attracted you to another person? Their beauty. Odie, what was it for you? Oh, my younger days. I'm really trying to be, like, really think hard about this question, but I'm pretty sure I've always been on, like, the intelligence kick. I never liked a stupid dude. Okay, okay. And, and I will agree with Blue. For me, it was beauty, and that's probably why my dating life when I was younger was always a disaster, because I looked for beauty and tried to, to retrofit everything else, and it always ended in tears and disaster. Kelsey, you're a man. That's why. Okay. That too. But my thing is this, right? Uh, You know, in the in my old days, going going to me specifically, I would go for beauty, right? Now I'm older, so now you go more for relationships because I figure it like this: if I were ever to get married, probably not going to happen at this point. But if I were, right? While attractiveness is important, it's not paramount because when I'm 80 years old and my wife is 80 years old, right, it's not going to be about sex anymore. It's going to be about how I feel about her as a person, right? Because I want someone who I can go to the old country buffet with at 8 o'clock in the morning and just talk about stuff even though I saw her all day yesterday. You understand what I'm saying? That becomes more important. It, but now it's becoming more important in younger people as well. The relationship mm-hmm. of it, the, the core value of it. Think about, um, about Alexandra. And normally I wouldn't mention her by name, but she was on the show, on, on the last iteration of our show, right? She's a vegan, right? And being a vegan is important to her because it helps her turn her health around. So she would much rather date someone who is a vegan who shares that core value with her because that's her core value is her health, Mm -hmm. you know, being vegan, right? She doesn't want to go back to eating hamburgers and french fries. 
right? She wants to stay on that path that helped her turn her health around. And that's important. And that makes sense. You know, Alexandra's much younger than we are. I don't know about much, but uh, she is younger than us, right? You figure, I know it was a couple of ladies who I had my eyes on, but they are deeply religious. Now, if your religion is your core value, I'm not trying to mess with that because I'm not religious. Let me put it like this. If you're not dead or getting married, I'm not going to church. I'm not getting up on a Sunday morning going to church. It's two thirds, I'm not religious, and one third, I'm lazy. So I'm not getting up on, I barely have to like getting up on Sunday to do my laundry, much less going to church. But if that's your core value, I'm not even gonna waste your time because I'm not with that, right? What is it about Trump fans that attracts women, right? Is it their belligerence? Is it their hatred of people who don't share their views? Like, what is it about Trump fans that people that they think is attractive to other women? This article I read, right? They mentioned uh, tribalism. So they said that the reason why uh, liberals won't date Trump fans, right? Is because of tribalism, because they only, because we only want to be with people who share our views and don't want to look at other people's views. I will say this, if you, I will say during, for me personally, right? During Bush's presidency, when I was on Facebook and the first half of Obama's presidency, if you talk to someone across the aisle long enough and once you get past all that mumbo jumbo, you will find things that they have in common, right? Like with, with, uh, with libertarians, right? Liberals and libertarians do share a lot of social issues, right? That they are in lockstep with. Just the economic issues, not even close, you know? Republicans, I find that when I talk to Republicans on the forums, we both don't like money in politics. We're, we're both against it. So, but nowadays it's become so ridiculous. You can't even get past that part. So this article lamented on the part that OkCupid, they singled out OkCupid because they allow women to put on their profiles that they support Planned Parenthood. Now, now that's an important thing because it keeps the, it's troll repellent. Let me ask you a question, Odie. If you're dating a guy, right? And let's just say you meet him on OkCupid or Bumble or something like that, right? And he doesn't say anything about his political affiliation, right? And you go out on a date and he starts talking this crazy horseshit about uh, how Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How, how, how well has the date been going up until this point? Has it been going well anyway? Let's just say, you know what? That's a good question. Let's just say it's been halfway through the date and let's just say it's been going well. And then all of a sudden, let's just say you're watching, uh, let's say you, you went somewhere casual, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the news comes on and you can't hear it because in the restaurant, but you have like the Black Lives Matter thing comes up and all of a sudden he just goes off about Black Lives Matter, how they're a terrorist organization and how they hate cops and they want to kill cops and all this other stuff, right? 
would that change your entire view of this guy or would you just say all right well let me see what else he has to say (laughs) yeah um i would start i would definitely engage like i would i wouldn't write him off i'll be like why do you feel that way or like who told you that you know where'd you get that from and then if if he was not open to hearing me out and actually engaging in the discussion I'm done with you anyway because this that to me speaks to a bigger issue. Like right. that tells me that you're not even willing to be open about learning new things. Like, exactly. no, nah, we're not gonna get along. And being so, a supporter of Planned Parenthood doesn't necessarily mean you support abortion per se. I think right. that moniker when you say Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. people automatically think abortion, abortion, abortion. No, the whole concept is Planned Parenthood, support of parenthood, or support through the process through pregnancy or in avoidance of pregnancy is much bigger than abortion, 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 abortion. Right. But people, especially Republicans, Trump fans, have a tendency to lock in until Planned Parenthood equates abortions. Right. And and the thing is, only, I think less than either, less than 10% or 5%, it was a very low number, of what Planned Parenthood does is abortions. You know, a very small part, but you know, the anti-abortion crowd. Now, now my thing is this, Odie. Going back to going back to your imaginary date that I just made up for you, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> wouldn't you have liked to have known stuff like that before you t- before you even uh, agreed to go out with this guy? Um, I definitely would have preferred that because I mean I'm thinking what's happened too. Like I've seen Trump supporters in pictures, and I always swipe left. You know, if I see a uh, MAGA hat. I'm swiping left. If I see you in uh, shorts of the American flag, swim shorts, I'm swiping left. Like serious. Um, so I feel like you kind of don't really have to. You can kind of judge on a surface level and say, okay, like no. No, I'm not entertaining this. Not today. Not ever. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm just the opposite. As a woman, I'm like, you know what? This guy might be an asshole. I'll get a chuckle. I'll get uh, some kind of emotional response out of it. But fuck that. I'm gonna eat good tonight, motherfucker. Hey. <laughs> oh, so basically, you a bird. You would be a bird if you were. <laughs> Chicken head. Give me some Chicken body. head, small head, 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 for real, I can't even because I like to take me on a date, on a real date. So, no, I'm not about to have dinner with dudes I don't like just to get a free meal. Absolutely right. not. Mm-mm, ain't worth it to me. Now, my, my thing is this, right? In, it, in this article from The Federalist, two things that, that struck me. And one thing, in a way, made me go... I could see, I didn't agree with him, but I could see where you're coming from. And he talks about, like I said, about tribalism, about people wanting to stick with people who are similar to them at their core. So he talks about Ivy League people, people with Ivy League degrees wanting to date other people with Ivy League degrees. Now, my thing is this, as far as the Ivy League thing, you might, I mean, I can't see people on a dating site saying uh, Ivy League degree required, but if you went to an Ivy League school, and you met someone at school and you hit it off and then you end up going to a long-term relationship and getting married, that's something else altogether. But 
I do see on uh, from my brief time on Tinder and, and Bumble, I do see a lot of women who are just who are just flat out, no bones about it. If you're a Trump fan, swipe left. Like don't even bother. Right. Now my thing is this. I get where they're coming from, but the fact that this author blames uh, liberals not wanting to date conservatives as one of the reasons why Trump won is absolutely ridiculous on its face. I think they didn't have a... Don't want to us either. What the fuck are you talking about here? Like, I, 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 I don't want us either. I, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous on its face because... Most people, like, if you listen to, like, I, I saw a dating show on VH1 one time, back when I had cable, and um, this guy was, had, his goal was to get to take these, and they were, they were good-looking women, but they were undateable because of their attitudes, and he's trying to get them into long-term relationships, and he said something that stuck with me, and he said, on a first date, not forever, just the first date, he said, the five things you don't talk about, religion, politics um what do you say work money or anything that can be construed as negative at least for the first date until you get comfortable and find out i guess what you can and can't talk about but the fact that politics showed up in there because politics is divisive right i can't see somebody saying well i'm not getting any pussy so i'm just gonna go ahead and vote for trump that doesn't make any goddamn sense i'm because from what i see on twitter there's plenty of women out there for you if you're a Trump fan. Plenty of deplorables. That's called uh, yeah. yeah. So my thing is this. And the other thing in the article is that this guy tried to make it seem like the liberals were the hateful ones. The close-minded ones. And that the Trump fans were like, look, just give me a chance. And we're just being like, no, because you're a Trump fan. That's half true. But it's only because when you listen to things that Trump fans say, think about the Colin Kaepernick thing, right? You figure Ray, Ray Lewis knelt down and he tried to get out of it and say, oh, just praying. Like, yeah, you, whatever. I hate Ray Lewis so much. But now, because he did that, now they want to take, I didn't even know Ray Lewis had a statue. But now they want to take his wow. statue down. Because of course. But now they want to take a statue down, right? Um, you figure their views on abortion are just draconic. It's like like Blue said, it's about choice, making your own choice. If a woman in Wichita, Kansas has an abortion, how does that affect my life? But for some reason, these people feel that uh, it's good to control other people's lives so long as we're not trying to control theirs, right? If you ever, have you been on Twitter lately and looked on the, the Make America Great Again hashtag? I like, no, I like to, I like to stick to black Twitter. Yeah. But, uh, that the MAGA hashtag is the saddest collection of short stories you'll ever read because it's basically just people just disillusioning themselves and thinking that President Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. And everything that Trump says is the exact opposite of that. If you, you know, I was in, a, in an argument with a guy, someone on my friends list. So he basically found a Harvard professor a black horror professor who wrote a paper for some think tank stating that police brutality has nothing to do with race. And I posted an article 
from NBC News that was backed up by an actual criminologist from University, I think it's University of Kentucky, don't quote me, but an actual criminologist. You know what he said? He said, um, he didn't, he didn't say the words fake news, but he was like, that doesn't count. I'm like, so NBC is fake news now, huh? So a criminologist, a guy who does this for a living, that guy who wrote that piece on uh, cops not being uh, racially motivated, you know what his last article was, according to the Think Piece? Women's happiness. So you know that's not his field of study. He just writes articles, right? But, you know, the whole fake news thing, Any anything that they don't agree with is fake news. One author, and going to your point that you started to make, Odie, one author who wrote a rebuttal to that article, and the name of her article was, and it makes me laugh, the name of her article was, maybe we won't date you because you're awful. And and basically, she was saying that, uh, I keep wanting to call her Justine Damon, two different people in two different situations. But the woman who got run over by the Nazis, right, in Charlottesville. Um, The Daily Stormer wrote an article about her, and they basically called her like a fat, ugly lesbian. That's how these sites always refer to liberal women as just fat, ugly losers. I'm sorry, where's the romance in that? Did I, when am I supposed to read between the lines and find out that fat, ugly loser is an anagram for something romantic? So these people are, they just radiate and ooze hatred, right? And then they wonder why liberals don't want to date them, why people don't want to engage them. And they try to make it seem like they're the good guys, like they're the ones. I'll put it like this. There was a guy on Facebook. I just heard about him yesterday. No, day before. Today's Saturday. So day before yesterday, I I just heard of this guy, right? He is on Facebook. His name is, hold on, I saved that article here. Uh, What the hell is this Jigaboo's name? (laughs) Jigaboo? Oh, uh, hold on. I, I, I will explain. Brandon Tatum, that's his name. He's a cop from Arizona, right? He's a black guy. And he wrote this, uh, he didn't Jigaboo. write, but yeah, he had this piece about uh, dissing the NFL, right? That video got like, uh, when he put it on, on YouTube, he got like 50 million views. I'm pretty sure it's well more than that because it was 50 million a couple of days ago. So I'm pretty sure it's way more than that now. Uh, he said on his Facebook page that he was going to be on Fox News, right? And then he had a video that came out, and this is this is the video that people linked to me. And he had a video that says, "Why do they hate me so much?" Huh? I, I guess I hadn't really thought about that. Why do we hate you so much? Because you're a sellout. Because you're siding with the people who want to see us dead. Look, I always think about whenever I see people like that, frankly, first of all, I've already, like, um, decided I'm not going to waste my energy on people that are committed to not understanding what the fuck we're talking about. And... Basically, someone I went to high school with posted a video. We might be talking about the same video, but 
and it was way too long for me to watch the whole thing, but I did start playing some of it, and the guy was basically talking about, oh, I was raised to believe that police were my enemy, and I should be afraid, and all this other bullshit, and how it was, like, how it was wrong to be afraid of being black in America. And the person that posted this was white, by the way. So I'm like, oh, so you found the one person who's um, narrative contradicts damn near every other black person narrative. <laughs> right. So you can feel better about this one. Okay, fine. I see what you're doing with this. Um, and I watched a few minutes of it, and I just, just was like, I'm not discounting this man's experience, but good for you that you didn't have to worry about police brutality or being profiled. Like, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. It's like fucking air. It's it's here. And I always think about when I see people like that, I feel so I'm like, wow, that's so unfortunate. And I think about when Harriet Tubman said I think that's it's I think it's on her headstone, like wherever she's buried. And basically the saying was, Yeah, I would have freed I would have freed a lot more if only they knew they were slaves. Like, mm. like that was her wish. Like, yeah, I would have loved to see more black people, but some of them ain't even know they were slaves. Like, that's what it is. You don't know or you refuse to see what the fuck is happening, right. and you keep dismissing everybody else's experience because you yourself haven't experienced it. And you're full of shit, so shut the fuck up. I'm done listening to you. I'm not going to explain this to you. Because you're committed to not understanding. Goodbye. The, the reason why I brought up Brandon Tatum is because uh, I still have like the link to his video. So I look at uh, all the the replies, and most of the people that replied, at least going to their uh, by their Facebook profile pictures, are white. And I looked at some of these. Uh, the ones that didn't have the privacy up, and they're they're mostly Trump fans. At least the ones whose privacy allowed me to see some of their some of their posts. So there's one person who was like, "Oh, uh, you're one of my favorite people," and then they're like, "They hate you because you're speaking the truth, and people don't like the truth." And uh, who's another one? The media is scrambling to create a false narrative. Unfortunately, too many people are being duped by it. You know, because just like you said, Odie, you have eight, nine million black people who have an experience, right? They find one jigaboo who contradicts that. And now this motherfucker's on Fox News. Yep. How many people do you think is going to convert? I, The same guy who I had the internet argument with, I'll tell you this. If committing a crime big or small means that the police are allowed to kill you my facebook friends list would be 25 percent shorter hmm. right but now these people are uh they're adults now you know they have families they have kids and they use their negative experiences that they had as kids to steer their kids in the right direction so now most of my friends who have those experiences their kids are on a roll now some of them are already going to college because they had a chance to rehabilitate and they did. And it goes back to the original point of these people think that there's no problem with police brutality. None. Right? And they think and that... You've been doing whatever the fuck it was yeah. that you were doing when the cops shot you. Yeah. 
So they think, and, and this guy being a cop makes it worse. <laughs> of course he doesn't think there's police brutality. He's a motherfucking cop. So I, it, it, it baffles me that the right is, there, and they're experts at this too, because they believe it in their minds, that they're the ones who are all about the peace and the love, and it's the liberals who are the hateful ones. Oh, the liberals won't date me because I'm a Trump fan. No, they won't date you because you're terrible. And now, why would you want to date somebody with terrible ideas? And why would you want to date somebody whose values don't align with yours? You know exactly. That's the main thing. You know, there are certain things that I could change in a, and, and I could have changed in a relationship. If I dated, if I dated a woman, and this is not uh, on Alexandra. I just use this as an example because I know she's one. A, she's a, a doctor, so we're going to call her by her title. It's going to be Doctor right. Alexander. Doctor Alexander. When you pay one hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a doctor degree, you better call me a doctor, <laughs> motherfucker. So my, my apologies, well, Alexandra. I am but, not uh, mad at that. But uh, I'll put it like that. And like I said, this is not now about... she's kind enough to tell you you don't have to use it, but I'm telling you to use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I... I mean, I'm, I'm overweight, right? If I meet a woman and we're in a relationship and she says, hey, listen, you're overweight. I love you. I love you the way you are, but I want you to be with me a lot longer. So, um, you know, let me... Uh, maybe a couple of days a week instead of eating out at Bob Evans, you know, I could fix you a vegan meal. Right? That sounds like some white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, I could I could accept that because in my mind that is something I want to change. If change was easy, I'd be I want to be a white right bitch. <laughs> but um <laughs> but if that same person was like, I want you to be a, a vegan, I'm just like no, I'm not going to be a vegan. Will I eat vegan meals every now and then? Sure. You know, it's hard to change someone's core, right? So you think that a woman can date a Trump fan and just figure, I'm going to change him. I'm going to change him. No, you're never going to change him. You're going to end up like, like I heard a comedian say, you know, I'm not going to say his whole routine because it's long. You're going to start with, you know what? I can change him. And you're going to end up with her and her mama getting beat up by that guy on Jerry Springer on national television. Yeah. You can't change people's core unless they want to change. So if you're on a dating site and you see somebody like, like Blue said with, with their, with, or like Odie said with their MAGA hat on, it's just like you've already lost. So just give it up. There's plenty of deplorable bitches out there for you to date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we call them trailer trash white bitches. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 we call them meth addicts. We call them meth addict trailer bitches. You know I, I won't go that far, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women out there who who share those values. I mean, you figure what was we it? Call like? them heroin addicted prostitutes on fucking Backpage, <laughs> fucking on Capitol Boulevard in front of the fucking hotel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it's I, I find it weird. Well, your dick for ten dollars because they can get two fucking hits of heroin for five each. I didn't know heroin was that cheap. He's dirt cheap. I don't, I don't. I don't know anything about heroin. So all I know is that Miles Davis was on it. I don't know. I don't even know if that's true. But um, yeah, he was. Oh, okay, he was. But uh, he invented it. and and quick side note before I let it go I was on Twitter fighting with the the Hillary fans 
and one guy Stop made. Stop fucking with them. We need to unite the Democrats. Stop fighting fucking well, them. My brother always tells me, he was like, Mercy, you know what your problem is? You have a low tolerance for bullshit. So when they're out there pushing their, you know, Hillary thing, I'm fine. But when they start lying, that's when it gets me. And they, and one person said that uh, Hillary had the idea for single payer health care first and Bernie stole it from her. And I was like. I never like, heard her promote it. I never heard her promote it. Oh, she did back in 1993. Not lately, because lately in that camp, in this past campaign, she said single payer healthcare will never happen. But she was pushing for it back in the early 90s when she was a senator. So she was, but Bernie been pushing for it since the 80s. Shoot, Bernie was running for office against Abraham Lincoln. He's been there forever. So. It's crazy, and then I had to, and you know me being snarky, and I think that's like the most retweets I've ever gotten on a on a tweet. A whole but seven, said, yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no presence on Twitter. I got like I got like two, got like three retweets, and I was just like king of the world, like yes, three retweets. Take that, Obama. But um, that was basically like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm like, I'm like, didn't you know? Hillary invented single payer, but Europe stole it from her. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the program that Europe has had for decades that Hillary mentioned in the 90s and fought for it and was like, oh, yeah, well, you gave me money, so I'm going to quit talking about it. That's what Bernie stole from her. Fucking jackasses. Like, I, I don't, you know. But anyway, that's all I had. <laughs> well, that's enough. <laughs> You start fighting with them Hillarites, okay? It's I, I I usually leave them be, but when they start talking that bullshit, I'm just like I, I can't I can't let it go. <laughs> but I will say one one quick thing before I let it go. I know I said that. Twice. Oh, I'm gonna say something. This is your penance. Your penance is no Twitter for a week. That's that's actually kind of easy. I'm not I'm not on Twitter that much. You know what I'm on? Must be wide open for Facebook. Oh, now that <laughs> I'd, I'd go insane in like two days. Well, I need him on Facebook. I gotta, I tag him the stuff I want him to look at. <laughs> if I had no Facebook for two days, put it like this: This is how much I'm on Facebook. That one day, I don't know why. I wasn't sick or anything. I think for, for once, one day I had nothing to say. So I wasn't on Facebook, and my friends actually called me to make sure I was okay. That's not. I'm not making it up to be funny. Because they were like, he posts every day, and one day I didn't post for a whole day because I had nothing to say. And no repost, no nothing. And my friends actually called me to make sure I was all right. That's what's up, man. You got some good friends, man. Yeah. They spend too much time on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... But the one really quick thing I have before I let it go, and, and going to Odie's point about people not wanting to understand, this person I was having an internet argument with, and the point about my friends who were, you know, less than honorable before they became totally honorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking about Kaepernick. And one guy, a friend of a friend, brought up black on black crime because that's the frisbee that they throw to chase the dogs off off the scent you know they throw a frisbee here boy chase chase the black on black crime frisbee and the dogs are just standing there looking at him like i'm not chasing that frisbee you know but 
he basically he was the one who posted that thing from the black Harvard professor about how uh, there's really no such thing as a racial bias when it comes to police shootings despite the fact that another person on that thread put up like six articles from different news sources proving that there is one of them uh, was literally counting dead bodies of police shooting victims and found out that uh, what was it like almost three times as many were African American and we're just talking about the unarmed ones right and uh my friend Terrence was basically said, look, he says, look, you know, you're just putting up numbers from one jackass. I've had guns pulled on me by the cops. I had friends who were murdered by the police. Right? You know what he said? He said, that doesn't matter because I got these numbers right here. He literally said that. He said, your experience doesn't matter. And I'm not making it up for a dramatic effect. He actually said, your experience doesn't matter. I've never seen so many people on a thread turn on a person at once and curse this dude out. Your experience doesn't matter because I have numbers from one guy. And you said he was a professor? Uh, the guy who wrote the article was a professor. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a, a Harvard professor. He says he's black. I didn't look him up to see if he was black or not. He claimed he was black, but he, I don't know what mm-hmm. color the professor is. That, that's just what he claimed. But I did I did read Every his article. Every color ain't a color because a black man squeezed on Malcolm X the man. <laughs> but I did read some of the article, and it was it was pretty much just drivel. It's basically like saying, hey, I'll, I'll, give, you a bowl of, I'll give you a bowl of cereal, and there's no milk in it. It's just dry cornflakes. Like, that was his article. So, it was basically just devoid of the thing that would make it an actual article. There's a think piece in some rag. But, it's, it goes to, yeah, people who, like you said, Odie, who don't want to understand. Yep. And, and I'll talk a little bit more about that on Monday. But, I mean, like I said, though, if change was easy, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd be out jogging because it's a gorgeous day outside. Your you know, to get out there and jog. Your ass need to get out there and jog, Mr. Diabetes. <laughs> you, are, you are not wrong. You are not wrong well, at all. I, I do believe, I know um, you and I don't see eye to eye on that, much, and that's fine. But I do believe in God. And I... <laughs> and I do try to leave the judging to him because I know that that it's coming. It's coming for all of us one day. And if I could just be a fly on the wall of some of these trolls online when their judgment day comes. Like how like I just imagine I just would love to know. A lot of these people don't even believe what they believe. They 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 want to be like their people that they admire or people they want to be like, and so they adapt their belief systems. It's almost going back to the um, the Wendy Williams segment, in which when you don't love yourself and you don't like yourself, you know, what I'm saying you will lock on to something. You're trolling it may to not trolls. be for you. You know what I'm saying? You're trolling to trolls is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about for the ones that really do believe it, the ones that act on their beliefs. The ones that are just fucking, just, just awful people. <laughs> what, would, what would Jesus do? Like, if I could just be a fly on the wall, just looking, just, just If I could just install a um, an IP blocker that prevent them from accessing Pornhub, I wonder how insane they would really go. 
<laughs> Maybe you just be walking down along the highway with no clothes on, jerking off, just mad because there's no porn anymore. But I, I'll put it like this, Odie. I have friends who are religious, right? And one of my friends uh, put it in perfect perspective, right? He is against gay marriage, right? He doesn't believe in gay marriage. He doesn't believe in homosexuality at all, right? When you but, say he don't believe in it, like he don't think it exists. I mean, what do you? No, saying? no, he, he he doesn't think that it's right. Oh, okay. right? he doesn't. Think but, you know what the hell he meant? <laughs> but he uh, he he puts it like this, right? It's not my place to hate them. It's not my place to judge them. It is God's place to judge them. So what? happens between him and his maker is between him and his maker when his time comes it's not up to me to judge you or hate you here on earth and i'm like you know what uh i can get with that <laughs> i i can agree with that 100 percent. you know i put it like this gay rights mean nothing to me because i am not gay Okay. But. OJ. <laughs> but, but. I don't look at it from a personal standpoint. I look at it from a humanist standpoint, right? Because while it's not important to me, it's important to millions of other people that they be happy, that they can go out and be who they are and not be persecuted for it. So for that, if there is a law that says, uh, I'm going to be against gay rights, I'm going to get up out of my bed and go vote against that law because why should someone else not be happy just because of someone else's religious beliefs or even personal beliefs you know that's just my thing but going to your point Odie they just said that you know they are religious but they don't feel the need to judge I guess is their interpretation mm -hmm. but some people do feel the need to judge all the time right that's what I'm talking about and then you're like you treat people terribly because they don't live the they don't sin the way that you sin right hello let's talk about that like we're all sinners like let's not even play this game Whoa, no, all I can sit there and let you call me a sinner I, I like we all sinners we all sinners I get on my knees I get on my knees at night and struggle with what to say cause I'm so no <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean uh, uh, one thing that that makes me laugh uh, about religion is that how sometimes they can just be uptight but some of my friends are not that way and I saw a robot chicken you remember the thing with Jesus where he comes up and he says that he who is without sin cast the first stone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they had it was like a, like a very short clip they're about to stone the guy to death and Jesus walks up and he's just like let he who is without sin cast the first stone so everybody drops their rocks like oh okay and then Jesus cracks him across the jaw with a rock and he's like blabo because he's Jesus he doesn't have any sin and I and, and that was hilarious and I posted that on Facebook and some of my religious friends actually laughed at that they thought that was actually pretty funny <laughs> so not everybody's so uptight about it but you know there are certain things that I won't post because I know it just it's just too much you know, I, I'll point out religious well, yeah, hypocrisy all day, but I, I'm not going to try and decon. I'm not going to try and deconstruct your dogma because I don't believe. That's not there right. And that's not there. You go. There. You go. All right. Well, any last words? Because yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this. Somebody in Trump's organization needs to let him know that uh, Puerto Rico is part of the United States and to stop bullshitting with the goddamn aid. 
Well, we send a lot of money to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico doesn't necessarily contribute to our tax base. Do we really want to help them? Hmm. Uh, yeah, because we put them in. We put them in that position in the first place. I, I posted a piece from John Oliver who talked about it. Check it out when you get a chance. All right, Ben. Oh, what you got? Uh, just glad to be home, back to the grind, and I'll definitely see you on your show Monday. All right. I don't have any fun words otherwise, so. All right. And that concludes another episode of 360 Degrees with Mercer Prescott, Odie Okwe'i Odofole. That's it, right? They get it right. Hey, you did. You did actually. Good job. Good job. <laughs> and F. Christopher Blue on this particular episode. Subscribe to the podcast via Apple's podcast app, via Android phones, Google Play app. It's in the left hand corner under podcast, and via your Echo products such as Alexa and things of that nature. And um, look for the look for the title. I asked for the title, The Urban Breakdown. And all our shows fall underneath that umbrella. Thank you, be well, but most importantly, be great. Okay, five for four. Hope that's a sweet tea right there. Oh, it is. Thank you, baby. All right. I'm so hungry for your love. Girl, I want you. Y'all, I'm thinking of morning, noon, night. All night, can't get you off my mind, girl. Yeah, that's right. Kiss here, kiss there. Pull you close, stroke your hair. Your bad, I swear. Gang of truth or Steamy love affair. You like this? Hell yeah. On your knees, but no prayer Put the magnum on, write it, oh yeah We to get it on We can do it all night long As the magnum stays on Love is so good, we can't be wrong Kisses on your mind Try to escape this atmosphere Run girl, I'll get you and pull you right back to me Let's call this ecstasy Like heaven when you're open Online right here next to me Kiss here, kiss there Grab here, stroke there You're bad, I swear Gang of truth right there You're so strong, no friend Got this, hell yeah on the knees, but no print Put the magnum on, right? Oh, yeah. Now to get it on. We can do it all night long. As the magnum stays on. Love is so good, we can't be wrong. We about to get it on. Long as the magnum stays. <laughs>